Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, Season 6, Episode 2. Greg Snow coming to you live from the Eagle Creek Golf Club and Scott McDonald coming to you live from the office. Yeah, the office. Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, a little technical difficulties. You'll see a different angle of G Snow. You might catch a few chins today. Um, the phone is now the uh, moment of operation. The uh, the laptop took a dive this morning, Scotty. I don't. I've never seen that before. Um, have you ever had computer trouble in your life? Uh, on the on occasion, it's it, we we kind of take it all for granted, right? Everything uh-huh. just connects and. Oh, the internet's fine. And then, you know, we lose our cell phone. We feel like we're naked and we don't have the internet and we feel like we can't do anything. Scott, would you rather lose your cell phone or your wallet? Ah, cell phone. I don't, I don't need my uh, credit card out there. And, and nobody's going to get in through the, the lock anyways on the cell phone. So do you panic when you lose your, when you lose your wallet? Yes. I'm in like a mad panic. Like if I don't know, that is probably the worst thing that I could lose. So um, I used to have a big Callaway staff bag. Yep. And uh, lost my wallet. Could not find it. It was over. It was probably two weeks. Canceled everything. Well, Two weeks later, I'm playing at the preserve, and I set my Callaway staff bag down, and out the umbrella holder hole comes my wallet. The umbrella holder. The umbrella holder hole. How about Scotty? That's uh, that was like even a moment of relief, but but even more so, it was. Are you kidding me? Kind of yes. like, why would I have put it in there? And I don't know, it just seems to always revolve around golf when you lose your phone or your wallet. It's like, where did I put that? Did I leave it in a cart? No, yeah. I checked that cart. Wait a minute, maybe I didn't, maybe that wasn't the cart I was using. You know, all these things. And now it's range finders, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you got out of the green grass before that clicker up on the side of the of the metal came in. Did you not? Yeah. Or did we... you see that a little bit at the end of your time? We had those. Um, the other thing is some of those carts with the holders up top where people, why they put those holders up in front on top, nobody forget, nobody's going to remember anything up there. You're saying those little basket looking things, yes. right? Yeah. The really nice carts. Yes. I got another story about that. Driving at Dakota Ridge, yep. I put my wallet up in that one. Number nine, the par four straight downhill right yeah that bridge is a shared bridge between 10 people playing 10 and people nine hit a bump on that bridge wallet flies out of up there lands on the bridge are you kidding me i i stopped for a moment picked it up and said to myself i'm never putting anything up in one of those ever again yeah yeah that could have been that could have been so disastrous yes. with trying to dive into the water because I would have had to. I, yeah. It wouldn't have even been optional, right? Yes. So, anyways, yeah, that's kind of what we got going on. Scott, good to see you. It's been a little bit. Um, 
I know you had some adventures. We're going to get into that a little bit uh, with the PCC. But uh, you told me you got something fun you want to share, and I want to hear it. Yeah, so usually we have a song or we have, uh, you know, apologies. We got to get back to doing the apologies because we've got a lot to apologize for, especially this angle today <laughs> on you. Let me see if I can improve on the angle somehow. Oh, there we go. We're working via cell phone today. Yeah. So um, how about if I if I hunker down? No, that's bad too. And if I in, whatever, whatever you know the bit. So we have the match play on Monday, and I'm getting ready for this colossal match between Joel Berger and myself, class of '96 Faribault, class of 2000 Faribault. I think he was all state. I was close to all state, but in track. Anyways, so we're and Scotty, up. and you guys played with the Northern Chapter Open, right? Yes. So we're I'm warming up next to Jesse Nelson. Jack Borrow had not arrived yet because Jack had to drop the kids off at, at school and drive down for a 10-20 tea time, and he made it with about 20 minutes to spare. You know, we, we kind of have these juggling things we got to do. So uh, it's Jesse, myself, and past president, Mr. Ryan Hanford, just hitting balls. Hanford's in the last group playing Derek Stendhal in a match. Hitting balls, you know, shooting the breeze. And um, all of a sudden, I hear Hanford say, oh, my gosh, did you just see that? And out of the corner of my eye, I'm looking out on the range because I'm getting ready to hit my next ball. And I see something do this to the ground. I'm like, I looked at Hanford. He goes, I just hit a ball and it hit a bird in midair and it killed it. It went straight to the ground. I'm like, I have never seen that in all of golf. And all of us were like, this is, this is not good. Like I made a joke, like, Hey, you, you have to tell Stendhal that you're one up because you got a birdie on the range. <laughs> and then I'm thinking maybe this is a bad omen, which it ended up being a bad omen because Hanford ended up losing the match. And it's, it was the most bizarre thing. So it was like the Randy Johnson pitch, which is iconic. And that bird, I think it's a seagull, just yeah, yeah. flies by in a hundred mile an hour fastball. Just the bird did not, it just straight to the ground. So there might've been something going on in the universe because about the very same time, our current president, Phil Anderson's hitting his second shot into three at Woodhill. He hits a perfect shot. You know, that green kind of chases away into the right. So you want to land it short with a longer iron, which he does. Five iron coming in. And all of a sudden, as it's landing, it lands on top of another ball off the green. So Phil sees... One ball goes straight towards the pin. 
and didn't see where the other ball went. He's like, well, that was weird. You know, from a distance, what, what happened? He gets up there and his golf ball had landed on Mark Wittig's ball. Phil's ball kicks straight into the bunker, left of the green, up against the back lip, plugged. What are the odds of that happening? Plugged? Yes. Like plugged into the back lip. So Anderson was playing Wittig and Wittig had already hit his on the green? No, Anderson was playing Kyle Scanlon and Wittig was playing Sorensen in the opposite match. Okay. So I think that there was something with the gravitational pull of the earth at that particular moment, I I want to do some more research, but I think both of these things happen at about the exact same time. Scotty, you're in line for the presidency yes. or whatever we call that. You better watch out. That's There's some stuff. This is it's if I the, the bird story I saw firsthand, and then Phil told me about these like something weird just happened, and I just couldn't get over it. I go, well, what happened? And he told me that, and I'm like, that was about the same time that Hanford got the bird. So, nonetheless, here's what we're going to do. Because I don't know if Hanford listens to these podcasts. I does gonna, now. Well, well, we'll see. But I'm going to send him a letter from the Audubon Society and PETA and just uh, <laughs> <laughs> saying we, it has come to our attention that you have um, injured wildlife um, with an intent to harm hitting golf balls on the range at Woodhill Country Club. Uh, This is a warning the next time, uh, you know, you'll no longer be allowed on the premises. Yeah, how can he, uh, yeah, you got to do some forgery of signatures. You're going to walk on some, uh, or forgery of some names down there, maybe. So you're going to walk a fine line yourself, but I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's crazy stuff, Scotty. Yeah, so I just had to share that story because I've never seen that in all of my life. I don't know if anybody has. You know, it's funny. Every year we ref basketball. Yeah. We'll always get together after games, and there'll be eight of us hanging around at an Applebee's or whatever, having some some beverages and having some food. And, and, uh, and somebody will tell a story like that. And they'll be like, has anybody ever seen this? And you're like, no, that didn't happen. And I'm sure that's what, when you heard that from Phil, it was like, no, that didn't happen. And then to add it off, the pl- I thought you were going to say kicked it out of bounds. No. Because the out of bounds is pretty tight on the right side there at Woodhill on number For three. For sure, yeah. So I thought, hits that out of bounds, that would be hard to recover from. But plugged up against the bunker might be worse. I did so not to mention phil birdies one ties scanlon hits it to five feet on two just misses the putt and so he's all square after two hits a perfect shot in there and walks away after three holes playing him essentially perfect one down one down wow well we're going to get into some match play and some of those things but other than by the way our our uh Podcast today is brought to you by Belmont Peanuts. Fiery Chipotle Virginia Peanuts. Virginia Peanuts. So my buddy, uh, Phil Westby, who I rough basketball with, he brought me these yesterday. 
incredible. All right, let's bring in Kaylee for some state of the section. We got a lot going on out there, Scotty. Oh, yeah, always. Kaylee, are you, uh, I got a weird setup today, so I don't know if I can see everybody. (laughs) There you are. Here I am. So it kicks, yes. so on the phone it kicks Scotty out. I'm here now, now. Comes you, which is way better. Scotty, get out. <laughs> Bailey, yeah, give well, us some news. As I like to say, tis the season. We are in season. We're ready for it. Um, we all know last year we talked about how much I love Christmas music. So anything to bring that up, I will. Um, but as the start of the season get, gets kicked off here, we are full steam ahead. Um, just excited for the state open this year. That's going to be at Oak Ridge Country Club. Um, so just a gentle reminder that all the state open qualifiers, the deadline is June 1st at noon to sign up. Greg, are you signed up? Not, Scotty. Three days is impossible for me. Did you know that my next event is Grandview? My next event. It's just just where I'm at right now in my world. And again, as people know, I have moved up to Eagle Creek here and I'm, I'm swimming and I, I, I want to play in state open. Uh, But every time I look at these things, I'm like, I just, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to pull it off. And so Scotty, you're going to have to represent. Are you exempt? I am exempt. How long are you exempt for? Do you know? Does, did the match play win last year give you exemption for a long time? Uh, state Open one year. Uh, golf champions five years. So, you so you might – so if you have a horrible year this year, yep. you might have to try to qualify again next year? Um, yes. There's, you know, there's multiple well, there's qualification categories. Yeah. Like my oh. my top – 40 finish at the section championship got me in the state open. Um, yeah, I think if I forget what else there is, but are you exempt? No, you didn't finish in the top 40 at Waska. I was exempt one year in my life, and uh, no, maybe I did finish top. No, I didn't. I slid out, Scotty, with that bad second day with Bill Israelson. Remember, I had a good first round, and then I fell apart. But even if I was exempt, I would have had to done what I did a couple of years ago, which is I, I'd have to turn it back. My schedule is not looking pretty for uh, for playing in a lot of events, so it's okay. Life is You've okay. Got, it's good. Hey, th- so I'm exempt through four categories: section championship, match play, player of the year list, top fifteen. And Dakota Chapter Champion. Oh, right. Yeah, you you were. That's right. So you can, right, you Kaylee, can win that. You, uh, Kaylee, do you have to help run any of those? Uh, just tone calling on you to, to go do a few? Something like that. I'll be at every one. Yes. Are you taking <laughs> pictures and, and all that stuff? And what's your role at the old state open qualies? Yeah, I mean, I kind of get to do a little bit of everything. Right, um, you're the jack of all trades. We we know thank that. You. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, um, but it's with state open qualifiers. It's more like on course presence and just making sure that we're getting people through, um, and then you know breaking any ties or getting the order for any waitlist kind of things, stuff like that. Um, 
yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited to see all the new spots I haven't been to yet. And I like being at the qualifiers because it's so fun to see the people that qualify, to see them at the state open because you saw what it took for them to get there. And so that's kind of fun to just meet more people and um, see them be excited to be at the state open as well. Scotty, it looks like your old stomping grounds is a qualifier. Uh, Geneva up by you. Grant's going to do one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, uh, me, let me just say, like, there is nothing worse or tougher than a qualifier. Like, either you got it or you don't. It's, it's some days it's 76 gets through. Some days 72 gets through. It's just you never know. I'm going to go on record, and I haven't talked to Tone about this. We've got a great host facility this year. Oak Ridge Country Club just did a renovation a couple of years ago. Our section secretary is the head pro, Kelly Hoynes. I think we're going to have record number of people trying to qualify this year, just based on the facility. Um, and it just feels like the state opens generating some steam. Yeah, so. I- I hope you're right, Scotty. It, uh, I know the preserve has always been kind of lighter of numbers because, you know, that they, they just it's a little ways up there and it's early. But I think that second chance qualifier, that thing fills up, doesn't it? Yes. So people are excited. So even if they they miss out on one of these others, they end up signing up for that because they're like, I want to get into that state open. Yeah. So that's, for sure. that's cool to see. And you're right, Gailey. Maybe with a new venue private club that you can't play every day mm-hmm. um, that can get people to say why wouldn't I give it a shot yeah exactly okay I got a quick question Greg how many people do you think are signed up for the preserve right now for the qualifier 31 43 so in that That's pretty 43, good let me tell you some of these names in that 43 um, let me just go through here. We've got Nate Dezeal, Beck Erholz, both play at NDSU. Um, let's see. We've got Sam Baker, um, Sam Baker, Charlie Larson, Sean Lehman, J- Tom Lehman's son, Tristan Nelko plays at Nebraska, Jesse Nelson, who we both know. Um, Stellan Orvik plays at Augsburg. Um, how about see. little Ryan Stendhal? Yeah, Ryan Stendhal, Braden Sladek, who's going to Kansas. Um, Josh Whalen, who's played, uh, obviously in some tape marks. It's a stacked field, Greg. Stacked. Okay, won't be signing up for the preserve if I do change my mind. <laughs> Daily, how many spots do we know at the preserve? Or is, is Tone on? How many spots are available there? Um, I think it'll be released after the deadline passes because then we'll okay. see what the full field is kind of thing. Um, then, it's, yeah. then it's paired off. I think traditionally right. it's been like three or four with an alternate. Yeah. yeah this And it's prorated based on the amount of people that uh obviously sign up total yep yep uh, so that would be hard to hard to know right now so okay good stuff what's next on our list kaylee we had an exciting announcement in the junior golf space announcing our junior golf winners with the 3m open fund 
So this year we got the privilege of announcing seven boy winners and seven girl winners, um, which is more than we have had before. Um, so congratulations to all these kids who got a scholarship. Um, we're excited to see what they can do in their college career. So it is on the website. I just pulled it up right now. If you click on the junior space, uh, one of those icons on the top, and then you can just look through and um, and see some of the names. Obviously, some people know a lot of these. Scott, I'm not super familiar with too many. Uh, is the O'Connor gal, perchance, any related to Joe? No, I think she's related to the superintendent at Alexandria Golf Club, no. Donica. Yes. No. Yes. Local ties. Yep. Farwell. I got a good buddy that lives in Farwell. He's self-proclaimed mayor in Farwell. So, Kaylee, help me here. Are these um are these all high school seniors? Yes. Yep. Okay. So mm -hmm. all of them are starting. You know what would be fun in future years for this website if you could put the college they're going to underneath their names. Yeah. We'll we'll come with that. Some of these kids um you know are still waiting to actually get their their college nailed yeah down the undecided bit. doesn't feel good does it <laughs> yeah but i yeah. mean if it helps to make you feel better we don't give them their scholarship until they show me a class schedule for their fall right. semester so yeah yeah my daughter's all basically all of her scholarships where you got to turn in your tr your transcripts and then yeah. we'll send you some cash yes so, yeah, yeah that makes sense well, so. congratulations to all 14 of them. And uh, I think that's more than normal, correct, Kaylee? Oh, yeah, yeah, and a huge shout out to the 3M Open again for partnering with us on this. It's a great you know, opportunity that we have for kids to be a part of our program. And um, you know, last year's scholarship winners got to go to the 3M Open for a day. So it's a huge, huge honor for these kids. And um, you know, they all came back super excited to represent the scholarship. It's awesome. Good stuff. Anything else for us, Kaylee? I think that's it so far. So hopefully we'll see everybody at a state open qualifier. Won't see me, I don't think, unfortunately. <laughs> There's one in Fairboat, G. Scott, I'm gonna tell you, you quick I want to tell you a quick story. The last state open quality I did was at Rich Springs. And yep. you ready for this? Tone can remember. I had to hold the flag stick while my twosome partner was putting because it was so windy and it was COVID and we weren't allowed to touch the stick. So we had to hold it with our putters. I'm trying to make a little motion here. I had to hold it. Yep, yeah. Yep. A, a memory from COVID that I'll never forget, but I want to forget. Yeah. All right, Scotty, we have a lot to go through, and we got to quickly move through this because I know you got meetings, you're, you got stuff coming up. So we're going to start with PCC. PPC. P well, I was thinking of the PCC network. PPC. Scotty, explain to people how hard this is. Yeah, you got 312 of the best golfers in, in the U.S., uh, PGA professionals going down and playing 36 holes and getting cut down to the top 90. And then after uh, the third day, getting cut down to the top 70, it isn't easy. Um, but uh, 
yeah so it's it's just uh you go down there and either sometimes you got it sometimes you don't this year i didn't um it's yeah it was with the the late spring here um tried to get my game as sharp as i could through various trips and and getting down there a little early and just yeah it just didn't have it and didn't uh play great and compounded and shot uh shot my age twice day one which is kind of uh special 41 41 82 um so there you go i've never heard it that way i love it trying to shoot my age on nine holes let's go so I might be the only guy in the field, and I, I'd like to check, but I don't have time to look through 312. <laughs> oh. We've got a Virginia, we got a Virginia almond in the esophagus. Don't make me laugh so hard, dude, because the fiery Virginia went right into now I gotta watch it with some coffee. So all I right, might... Scotty, one last thing before we move off it. At what point did you find yourself going, I got to start getting more aggressive because a, a par isn't helping me anymore? Well, it's just when you start and you make a par on the first hole, get a good up and down, and then the second hole, you make a triple with a, just a ball that gets up in the air and hit, catches the jet stream and then catches a slope and goes into the cactus. You got to take a drop or go back and replay and the unplayable you get barely gets you out of there and then you got to hack it up there and make triple um i was fine i calmed down made par the next two holes and then made a bogey and i ended up turning i think in uh well 41 41 41 and i'm still like hey just play solid coming in and I part I think the first four or five on the back and then I made a double and then I made a a double and then it was the sails uh the the wind was out of the sails it's just tough I mean you there is very little margin for air I think uh plus three made the cut Thomas Campbell Andy Smith both made the cut Thomas um then just missed the, the secondary cut by one shot. And in fact, I think he lipped out his putt on the last hole, which would have made the, the cut for him, um, which obviously he's been playing solid. He got through his U.S. Open local qualifier, uh, I think in Illinois, because both the Minnesota ones were the day of the PPC that Monday and then this past Monday during the match play. But... Andy Smith played great. Andy and I played uh, practice rounds with Reedstead and uh, Brent Snyder, and Andy was hitting it solid. And he's just uh, Andy's game has come around the last couple of years. It's it's gotten better and better. Uh, I think he's assistant player of the year, maybe the last two years, and then getting through for his first PPC, and he got through in a tailor-made national event as well. Um, also expecting his first child, uh, his wife is any day now. So, uh, hopefully thinking of Andy, um, through that time, but yeah, just a, just a tough deal for Andy plays great 71 holes. And then, um, on 18 needs a par to get through and uh bogey probably gets him in a, 
a playoff like seven for six and ends up making a seven on the last hole. And I just feel gutted. I, I mean, that's like any of us could relate, you know, at some one point in time, we're leading a tournament and coming down the stretch, something like that happens or a qualifier, but it stings a little bit more when the PGA championships on the line. I remember when we interviewed Brent Snyder about his last couple holes uh, yes. the year he skated out in Pennsylvania. And yeah, those nerves, it's hard to, you know, again, we will give the chance for Andy to kind of get through his first child here and, and again, to have a chat with him at a tournament and just, you know, of what was, what went on, what was going on, you know, and a lot of times you hear, I was fine. I was, do, you know, I was doing this and, you know, those small twitch muscles sometimes take over too, Scotty. And, you yeah. know, you start little self doubt is all it takes in golf as we all know, but anyways, congratulations on making it. Congratulations on the Minnesota guys and a good showing. It's uh, it's not easy. Uh, these events. And I, I said to people, I go, it's so not easy that many of us can't even get, close to going yeah alone shooting whatever number we shoot and you know i've tried oh boy has it been like 15 times now you know i don't even know how long i've been a, a member but it's not easy so we had a lot more going on scotty let's go right to we had the luther pro series while you guys were gone um hard day four under one um you guys probably looked at that and there was like really and tone set it up i hate to say this almost as easy as you can i it yep. sounds terrible, but it was that hard with the wind conditions, temperature. It was a good day meeting in the morning that went long. So I'm coming in on two wheels usually. And, uh, and I didn't have to because I had a county meeting in the morning. But uh, all in all, it was a great day. And, and Olympic was in great shape. I am just with the shape of some of the courses around here. I was really impressed. And you had, uh, you had match play. You kind of mentioned a little bit about it. A uh, defending champion right there staring at you at the screen. Uh, any extra pressure, Scotty, as being the defending champion? Well, n no extra pressure other than the, the trash talking that I received from Joel Berger leading up to telling me I could just, you know, I could just uh, WD and say I was injured and save myself the, the, the possibility of just laying an egg. Um, but no, it was in good fun. Uh, I'm glad that Joel played. He had back surgery last year and couldn't play at all. So it was fun to see him out playing. Um, and I was just thrilled to see first time ever 64 class A members yeah. in the field, which didn't even include yourself who typically plays, but it was awesome. We got 64 players, uh, full field, no buys. Um, and yeah, you just go out and play. It's, it, I will say that I love what we switched, switching it to round one and round two, everybody together. You only got to be gone one day and then you can plan your matches out after that, if you advance. And I don't know, I just feel like those long days, I can, I still run quite a bit. I keep myself in pretty good shape. It's, it's, it's a battle of physical and mental fatigue. It, it, it's, it's, it's just a lot of time on your feet out there and we're not used to it. So well, not all of us, Scotty, some of us ride. Yeah, well, that's true, but still it's a lot of shots. How many, yeah. how many people are playing 36 on a regular basis? So well, what did you play 28? Um, uh, I played 
14 and 15. 29. No, 14 and 16. 20, 30. 30 holes. Yeah. And you walked them with a caddy, right? Yes. And Woodhill, I don't think is the easiest walk in America, believe me or not. I, I mean, you might disagree, but it's, yeah. And there's some, even the moguls, you kind of got to, you know, yes. you got to watch your step a little bit. And For sure. It's an old school golf club. And it's, uh, it's great. It's a great venue, a lot of fun, but not the easiest walk. It's, I've talked to a few people and I agree. It's match, I love match play, but it's not fun, like, you you know almost everybody in the field and you're playing a, a friend or someone you've known for 15 plus years it's it's you against them and it's just just a little bit uncomfortable especially I mean Jesse and I have played a ton of golf together uh, I did tell him it was a little payback for all the NCOs he's beat me in so um but uh yeah so it's it's just not fun I was going to ask you that have you lobbied with him he's a committee member on the NCO to move the NCO to match play? <laughs> Maybe. Well, it seems to be something that fits your eye, Mr. Corey Pavin. All right, let's move on to uh, the next event. We had, uh, I believe yesterday, you had some PGA MGA Cup matches over at the uh, Meadows at Mystic Lake. Yes. Scotty, update us. How did that, uh, we don't see anything on the leaderboard here. I hear well, there's some it's... scoring things going on, so... Tell us what's happening and how to go. Yeah, I, I love what the what Doug and Tone did this year. Add a little camaraderie, your favorite word in the dictionary. And we did switch to a shotgun start. So everybody gets there at the same time. Everybody comes in relatively same time. So there's breakfast in the morning, lunch afterwards. Add that element. Tough range there. How did that go? Uh, range was fine. You know, everybody okay. was cordial and cycled through, and there's plenty of time. Okay. Um, and it's a big putting green, so you could do stuff there, but that the range, as we know, is limited. Yep. So it was uh, it was good. And then, essentially, they, uh, they announced the pairings that morning, so we didn't know who we were playing till we got there, so it was pretty cool, or who we were playing with. And... Um, there was a family emergency for one of the team members. So none other than the Tone Polito had to come out and play. So who do we give Tone Polito in his singles match? None other than Ben Warrion, who plays for the Gophers, just uh, medaled at the U.S. Open qualifier down at Summerbee, my old stomping grounds, and also is going to the NCAA regional next week. So Tone only down one after four ends up uh, losing. I don't, I forget what it was, eight and six. But Ben Warren also shot thirty on the front nine against Tone with seven birdies. What? Yes. How many birdies did you have on the front nine? Me? Um, uh, one. I had one on the front, two on the back. So he had six more than you? Yes. Was it that easy? We did play it from about 6,600 yards in the wind. You know, it can blow out there. The wind yeah. was only about five to ten. Okay. Okay. But so 6,600, he was overpowering some stuff is what you're telling me. For sure. Okay. 
Yeah, good. Well, still seven birdies out of so he had two pars. No, a bogey. Uh, he had a bogey I think and a bar. Maybe he had one bogey. Yeah, he must have to shoot. That's just Scotty. I don't make seven birdies in a month. <laughs> Let alone a front nine. So, what do yeah. we feel is the final outcome, Scotty, of this event? The well, PGA lost. The PGA lost. There was some scoring issues um, that they were having. And I waited around as long as I could because I wanted to be there, you know, to see if we won or not. And um, when I left, we needed only 20 points to retain the cup. We got 19 and a half. So we lost by a half point. Uh, and I'll take I'll take the blame. I didn't. I lost my uh, singles match and our four ball match. Who'd you play with? Uh, I played with Brent Snyder, and we played uh, Josh Galvin. He was at NDSU, and Troy Johnson, longtime uh, great mid amateur player. I think he might even be. His, he's almost a senior now, but uh, yeah, he's won the state open. You know, won quite a few. MGA events. I've played plenty of golf with Troy. Um, and yeah, I just gave him, gave him too many, uh, made too many doubles. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. You got to get rid of the doubles per Tiger Woods. All yes. right, Scotty, let's get into up and coming things. I'll start with the big one for us. Uh, I mean, it's maybe not big in regards to a tournament play, but something that I want to get on the radar and that's the hundred holes for hope. Yep. Uh, you and I are lined up to play. That's on June, I want to say 16. Why don't I have it up here? Tell me it if I'm wrong there. It is on June. Yeah, not 16. June 15. 15. I knew it was close there. Okay. Uh, so, again, uh, how are you doing for raising sponsorship? Okay, Catherine's me neither. Probably, no, this is probably good. not happy with me. No, it's okay. We, it's always a last-minute deal, and now I'm going to have two clubs to try to promote it to. Uh, people that are veterans will help out with this. We uh, we try to do the best. We can. Catherine Kel or Catherine does a great job with getting this uh, event lined up, and we'll get those QR codes. And it was really simple last year uh, to make happen. So that's on our radar. Now, competitive-wise, Scotty, what what do we got coming up here? We got the Twin Cities Open. Filled yes, up we... like that, like yeah, that. Twin Cities Open, full, 111 players, biggest field ever, Edina Country Club, you know, Marty Lass. I'm going to go there. I'm going to talk to Marty about getting in that pro-am in the, in the mm -mm. fall. Mm -mm. Um, but I no, have so, some pull. I have some pull. So uh, that's, that's Sunday, Monday, Mar uh, May 21st, 22nd. So great uh, – Great turnout for that. Uh, this is the third year of the Twin Cities Open. It seems like it just keeps growing and growing. Um, so that will be fun. It's, it's. I guess I would almost consider it like a mini major, would you say? Two-dayer? Oh, for sure. Scotty, the, Brady Madsen, who also just qualified for U.S. Open second stage down at Summerby, yep. member at the club here at Eagle Creek, he went to sign up. And he wasn't far past the deadline. Full. Yeah. So it's this is getting to be an event that people want to play in because again, it's open. 
yeah. opens, you know, there's some pull to that. So we remember when we talked about it, of, ah, it's a bad time of year. Well, that's done. That's not a bad yeah. time of year. Uh, we're, we're past that now. So kudos to Tone for just staying with it and going, we're, this is when we're going to have it. Yep. So we've got that. And then uh, actually might be a week earlier, it looks like this year, the Minnesota Senior Open at Keller. The great Mark Foley hosting that each year. And, you know, that event fills up almost as fast as the Twin Cities Open. 112 players in that. So that's that's a fun one to watch. That's obviously a major for for our senior players. And it's it'll be interesting. I think Derek Stendhal won it last year. Uh, uh, be interesting to see which of our current members are transitioning up to the senior circuit. I was just going to say, Scotty, who are the new 50-year-olds that are in here? Any new names? That uh, Barrett Bowe's been in a couple of years, right? Yes. Yep. Chris Borgen. Oh, Chris Borgen. Borgen. Uh, yeah, Borgen got in last year. Okay. Um. Let's see. Crouch has been in a couple years, right? Yep. I'm trying to think of anybody else that might be new because I've been, as you know, I'm counting down the days. Greg Jamison. Greg Jamison. No. Yeah, Jamer is older than. Oh my goodness! I got to make fun of him. The Jamer, Greg Jamison. That's the one that just surprised me that I just saw. That's awesome. Oh, remember the name Paul Schubring? Yep, Schubring's in. Oh, what a great field! The Toffner brothers. I didn't even realize they're both. Eric, is he new? Ichi maybe just had gotten in there, and it looks like an old legend, a friend of yours, Brad Schmier in the field. No. Yep. Schmierzy. Good for him. I don't so, see him. He's in there. Oh, there he is, yes. Uh, Hastings and Scottsdale. Spent some time in down south, huh? Okay, so... We got to jump in PGA championship yep. picks. Kaylee, get in here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to recap the Masters. <laughs> she doesn't no. even know that she's got a pick. <laughs> yeah. I have I got to recap friends. the Masters, you guys. If what you were recall, my Masters picks? Can I just have those same guys? <laughs> no. Kaylee, you picked you pick is... Rory, Tom Ogie, Homa, and Fino. Yep. Same, you know, thing. You want the same four? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, I do pay attention a little bit, though. I love that Finau just won. There we go. So he's he's on, and, you know, home is always a great follow. You just got to gotta hang with that guy. Scotty, I picked the format for the last one. What's the format here for the three of us? What did we do last time? We did total, total money. money for all four players. Um, Let's won? do... Oh, Kaylee, I'm glad you asked. Okay. Who won, she said, Scott. <laughs> well, somebody in Not our group me. picked John Rahm first, and then with his fourth pick, picked Brooks Kepka. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that the winner was this guy. 
Congrats. 1-0. 1-0, oh. okay. which last year Scotty was the man. So I wanna I wanna be the man this year. Here we go. Okay. PGA championship. So we're at Oak Hill, New York. Uh starts next Thursday. Crazy that it's coming up that quickly. Um, so Kaylee, we're gonna give you first pick because we know we we want you to have the we'll name that I Kaylee, know. Kaylee, Scott, Greg, <laughs> snake it back. It's gonna be total money, G. We'll do the same thing. Okay, I like it. How many players? Uh, let's we don't do, have tone. Let's do four each. Okay, four. Here we go. Kaylee, just pick Rory, although he's skipping every event. Can I just stay with Tony? Tony Pino? Pino? Yeah. I'll write it down. Okay, Scotty M. I've got two people I'm looking at, but I think this is the guy. I think he should have uh, – he laid an egg last year at the PGA, the hottest player. Um, I think he's a little under the radar. The putting is, hopefully isn't as difficult as it was at the Masters. Scotty Scheffler. I hate this guy that you guys make me keep picking him. I hate him. He's kind of the same stature as you. He's got the same short little swing. Yeah. You know, I should love him, right? But for some reason, and the, the dude actually isn't a bad interview. He's actually no. a fairly good dude. I, I don't know what it is, why I don't like him, but I'm picking John Rahm again. And I can't believe you guys would let me have him. And then who are you coming back with? You pick Kepka again? No, I'm going to stay away from him here. He's... Did you take Philly Mick? No, no, that was uh that was just because it was Augusta. Well, you know, he won this event two years ago and then took last year off. Well, 50 he didn't years take old. Last, he didn't take last year off. He and got moved. Yeah. He didn't you that was not his choice. That was you guys making that decision for him. <laughs> I didn't make any decision. Uh I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna give you guys a chance here. And I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas. JT, he's a PGA guy. His dad's a PGA member. It makes sense. Defending champion. Defending champion. All right, Scotty, back to you. You know what? I like narratives. Career Grand Slam on the line. Jordan Speed. Kayla, you got two picks. Um. Tiger's yeah. not playing, Kaylee. Okay, thank you. I needed that. Done for the year. Well, I'll probably actually take Brooks. Brooksy. Why not? Okay. You're you not a live hater. I like that. You've got I mean, uh you've got two Nike athletes right now. Who's who's gonna be yeah. your next one? Rory? You gonna go all team Nike? I mean I could, but then I don't know my fourth. Well, then, then you're going to have to pull from somewhere. I'll take Rory. Sure. Rory, we've got an all-Nike squad there. You're going to have to help her with the next Nike person. Uh, that's yeah. pretty easy. Tom Kim. <laughs> we've got a couple. Tom Kim. Uh, I'm going to go with... Gosh, I love him. 
but he, he just can't figure it out right now. Colin Morikawa. He's already bad won pick. a PGA. A bad pick? Okay, let's see. When's the last time there's been a major at Oak Hill? Pretty sure Don Barry played in it. You uh, you you nailed it uh, ahead of time. He just right now he just it's just not there. It's not clicking. That's all right. It's fine, Scotty. Everybody's gonna waste the pick here or there. Um, I got two picks. I'm gonna go with Cam Young. Young, think, uh, you, you're gonna need some bombers. Feels like up there in the uh... Young Dunga. <laughs> I'm not taking Young Dunga. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh... Why that's the opposite of a bomber if I take him, <laughs> so I can't take that guy. I was gonna take Harold Varner, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go fun because it's. I already got this wrapped up with my three picks, so I'm gonna go with. Pretty Ricky Fowler. Pretty Ricky. I thought maybe you were going to go with Pretty Ricky Bobby. All right, Scotty, your last pick. Now, my last pick in the Masters was huge. It was Brooks Skepka. I'm going to go. I'm going off the radar. Yes. Go a PGA professional. I'm going to go Jason Day. That's not off the radar, you idiot. Well, he's about 30th in the picks. All right. Kaylee, final pick of the draft. Can I take Matt Fitzpatrick? Yes, you can, Fitzy. Not a Nike athlete. Pretty didn't sure he's he on staff already? with Skechers. No, he didn't did he withdraw? Okay, I didn't, I didn't see it. Can he, he really? That no. Be, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep the pick even. That would be fitting. Okay, I got him down here. We're good to go. Scotty, any last words? Anything in the parting, parting words for the audience? Nope. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have the, the tagline like Bob Barker with that. Uh, how about... Yeah, uh, have your pets spayed or neutered? <laughs> We're not starting that. Make sure to oh. enter all your scores and make sure to use equitable stroke Yes, uh, we got to start pumping go. some of that stuff, Scotty. That's right. Hold all your putts, enter your scores, and stop cheating. <laughs> Perfect. Love you, buddy. Kaylee, thanks a lot. Hope you all have a great day. See ya.